Hello, my friends. Welcome to a new weekly series on this podcast. On this channel, we speak about different topics in simpler English. Today, I'll introduce you to this new weekly series. Weekly, which means we'll be doing this podcast once per week, every Sunday. I'll also share some thoughts with you about joining the world's conversation in English, and we'll discuss two stories. One is about how human beings are evolving right now, meaning how human beings are physically changing right now. For the second, we'll look at a story about how a rat has an amazing ability to find mines. Mines are explosive devices. It's a bomb where if you step on it, kaboom, it explodes. Oh yeah, please subscribe to this podcast on your app because it helps the channel grow. So I decided that I don't release enough English learning materials for you. Right now, I'm able to release only one video and podcast every two or three weeks, whenever I can. Sometimes it's every three and a half weeks. So it can be a long time. Rather, I really want to be a regular part of your English learning experience. But I've got a full-time job at an international school, which can be very hectic. Hectic meaning very, very busy, lots of rushing around. Also, I have my beloved rock and roll band, which takes practicing and learning and writing new songs, performing on the weekends, play a guitar and sing there. I absolutely love it. It helps me feel free, but it means I don't have as much free time as I'd like. So I've decided to make a weekly release, weekly meaning once every week, a weekly release. And this is what I will try. I'll release a full video on YouTube with the subtitles, with pictures, videos, definitions, explaining new vocabulary, the editing well edited, fancy editing. That'll be every three weeks. Now, every other week where I don't release a video, I'll release a simple podcast like this. So from now on, there will be a weekly release. This will be every Sunday before 5pm. Every Sunday and once every three weeks, I'll release a full YouTube video about some interesting topic. Okay, so let's try that for a, for a little while. Also, if you want to read the transcript, it is available on the Simple English Listening podcast website. So you can read with me, if you like, the transcript being all of the words. I'll include a link to the transcript in the description and on the Facebook page post for this podcast. So look at the Facebook page, Simple English Listening, and in the post where I promote, advertise this podcast, you'll see it. I'll pin it to the top of the page. And I'll try and put it in your description. And depending on what podcast app you use, you might have access to it. Okay, if you want to maximize your learning, you should try to listen to this podcast more than once. This way, you'll pick up more language naturally. Okay, 
So these weekly podcasts, they'll be structured, they will be shaped like this. I'll first give you some updates of my life and what I've been doing and thinking about that week. And then I'll read two or three interesting articles online. These can be news articles, articles about lifestyle, traveling, science, nature, etc. All kinds of topics. I'll summarize these articles and simplify them for you. So I'll tell you the most important information in them. And also I'll use simpler language. So they should be perfect for pre-intermediate learners. To update you on me, I've just returned from Da Nang, which is a beautiful city in the middle of Vietnam. I was there for four days because my school had a break. Now I'm back at work for a 13-week grind, 13 weeks of high-intensity work until the winter holidays in mid-January. Actually, I'll tell you more about Da Nang next week. I've got something else to chat to you about this week. Okay, my next thought. I've been thinking recently, in knowing English, you're able to access other cultures. You're able to have cross-culture communication and join the world's conversation. And what I mean by that is, say if you live in a smaller country and only speak the language of that one country, Let's use where I live in Vietnam as an example. Many Vietnamese people only speak Vietnamese. They only speak to other Vietnamese people. They only receive information through the Vietnamese cultural filter, through the Vietnamese eye, the Vietnamese perspective, told through the eyes of a Vietnamese person. It is always the Vietnamese version of that information. You can never know what anyone else says directly in another language besides Vietnamese. This means a person cannot experience other cultures and ways of thinking directly. So I just have some water here. My throat is a bit scratchy today. Okay, and that's Vietnamese, yeah? A country of, of 94 million people, so it's a big country. But what if you're from the, the smaller countries around Vietnam, for example, such as Cambodia or Laos? Laos, okay, it has a population of just 7 million people. So if you only speak Laotian, you can only ever receive information from the tiny, the very small amount of people that speak that language. And this very limited amount of information is filtered through the lens, through the perspective of a Laotian person, Laotian language, Laotian culture. Why this is important? This is important because a person is the information they receive, right? All of our thoughts, all of our decisions and ideas about culture, about our personal philosophies and beliefs are all based, are all because of the information we have received throughout our life, are all because of the things we've read and we've heard about. 
And if we only have the information of a very small population available to us, this can limit our thinking. The more people speak a language, the more information you have available. Of course, in Arabic, Chinese, Spanish and English, you have much more information available from a, a larger, a, a wider range of cultures. Another thing, if you understand English, then you have access to the information of 55% of the whole internet. 55% of all the information on the internet is in English. You then have access to all these, for example, TED Talks, all these lovely YouTube videos that can help you learn new skills, masterclasses, the information on from big media companies such as the BBC. You can then learn so much more because if you know English, you will suddenly have all of this wonderful information and knowledge, you have access to it. So that's something I've been thinking about. And moving on to the stories. Okay, so the first story we'll discuss comes from The Guardian, a British newspaper. Scientists in Australia have found that more and more babies are being born with no wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth are the teeth that appear at the very back of your mouth when you are an adult usually between 17 and 25 years old. Also, an increasing amount of people, increasing, meaning more and more people, are being born with an extra artery in their arm. An artery is a big vein in your body. Veins are what carries the blood around your body, the small lines that you see under your skin. An artery is a big vein. And that's not it. As well as having no wisdom teeth and an extra artery in the forearm, people's faces are becoming shorter and our mouths are getting smaller. So there's less room, sp less space for teeth. The reason they believe this is happening is because now we can cook with fire, which of course softens food, and we can process food. So we no longer need these big teeth for breaking down uh, raw meat and hard plants and vegetables. And that's not it. More people are being born with extra bones in their arms and legs. The extra artery in the forearm, people started noticing it in the 18th century. About 10% of people back then, born in the mid-1880s, had the extra artery. But nowadays, about 30% of people have this extra artery. So it's gone up 20%. If this continues, most of the world's population will have the extra artery in their forearm by the year 2100. So the scientists say that human beings are evolving, are physically changing because of their environment, faster now <clears throat> than at any point in the last 250 years. And, well, that's it, isn't it? Uh, everything is changing all the time. Our bodies, the world, our societies, our languages, our countries, the whole universe. The minute we try to hold on to something 
it starts changing in front of our eyes. I love the quote, the only constant in life is change. The only constant in life is change, meaning the only thing that will always be there is change. Have you ever seen the movie Waterworld with the actor Kevin Costner? It is a movie about a dystopian future. Dystopian is a wonderful adjective, dystopian. It is the opposite of utopian, dystopian, utopian. A utopia means a perfect world. Everything works correctly and it's all peace and there's no violence and it's full of love. Dystopia, a dystopia is the opposite. A dystopian world has completely gone wrong. There, the world is destroyed in some way. Uh, life is very difficult and there's violence, etc. That's a dystopia. The opposite, a utopia, where it's perfect and a dystopia is when the world's destroyed. Many sci-fi movies that predict that guess the future are movies that show a dystopian world where, for example, the world becomes a wasteland, completely dried up like in Mad Max, or global warming has cooked the earth, or there are natural disasters, or robots, or AI have taken over. Oh, it makes a good movie. In Waterworld, the polar ice caps, so the Arctic and Antarctica, have both melted, and the whole world is covered in water. And the protagonist, the protagonist meaning the main character, protagonist, the hero, has evolved gills, has evolved fish gills on his neck. Gills are the lines, the slits on the neck of a fish that let water in and out and they take the oxygen from the water so he can breathe underwater. And everyone in the movie is like, whoa, he is the future. He can breathe underwater. And the movie suggests that one day human beings return to the sea. Anyways, let's move on to the uh, next article. This one is about a rat. So an animal, a rat that can find mines. Mines are explosive devices. They are bombs that are hidden underground. If you step on them, they explode. This rat was given a gold medal for his bravery, the highest award an animal can receive, and was the first rat to receive this award, a gold medal. I imagine the award is usually given to maybe dogs and horses, but first time to a rat. But I wonder if the rat actually knows how dangerous his job is. Well, who knows? But check this out. The rat has cleared more than 141,000 square meters of land. This is the same as 20 football pitches. 20 football pitches of land are now safe. Safe because of this rat. He is pretty big. His species, uh, his type, is a giant African pouched rat. So not quite as big as Master Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 
but quite big nonetheless. Of course, landmines are a serious problem in many countries, and people still get injured and killed by them many years later. This rat, uh, more specifically, he's discovered 39 landmines and 28 other unexploded devices in Cambodia, which of course had a conflict, a civil war in the 1970s. In that civil war, uh, between four to six million landmines were laid down under the earth. In the news article, there's a, a cute picture of the rat wearing a small rat-sized gold medal. Uh, he was trained by the charity APOPO. Why are they using rats? So rats are actually good problem solvers. They are highly intelligent. Also, they'll do very repetitive tasks for food, rewards, better than other animals. Because they are so small, it's safer for them to walk through landmine fields than, say, dogs. Because perhaps they can stand on the mine, but the weight of the rat is not enough for the mine to explode, perhaps. Uh, how they find the mines, according to the article, they can smell a chemical in the mines. They then run to the mine and scratch the top of the mine, which then alerts the human handlers of the location of the mine. And what's uh, really amazing is the speed in which they can do it. So this rat, Magawa is his name, this rat can search an area the same size as a tennis court in just 30 minutes. So the same size of land as a, a whole tennis court in just 30 minutes. It takes a human being uh, with a metal, a metal detector up to four days to do the same amount of land. So the rat takes 30 minutes, the human takes four days, much faster. And this rat makes the world safer for the Cambodian people. And perhaps in other parts of the world, they'll start doing this too. Okay, so I think that's well, please subscribe. Subscribe to all the English listening channels, Simple English Listening, and uh, on your podcast app, uh, whether it's iTunes, Amazon, Google Podcasts, or the YouTube channel and Facebook page. Please subscribe to them too. It helps me and helps this channel grow. So see you next week. Uh, have a most awesome week and see you next Sunday for our weekly Simple English informative and fun chat. Okay, see you guys.